Welcome to Behind the Curtain with Nick Troon, the show where we sit down with theatre practitioners and get a backstage look at the creative process. On today's episode, we sit down with Geneva Stocker, actor in the Armadale Drama and Musical Society's upcoming season of Black Comedy. We'll be talking about the show, Geneva's past experiences, and her thoughts on the rehearsal process. So without further ado, let's get on with the show and peep Behind the Curtain. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, Behind the Curtain with Nick Troon. My name's Nick, I'm your host, and today I'm sitting down with Geneva Stocker. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Unfortunately, I grew up in Sydney. (laughs) I'm one of those. Moved here right after high school, been here 10 years this year, and I've been involved with ADMS ever since, Mm -hmm. doing musicals, plays, favourite shorts, behind the scenes, all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. as well as working in town. I've done retail, I've done hospitality, I've done playgroups, I work in an office now, like, bit <laughs> of everything. Done it all. I've done it all, I've seen it all. <laughs> now, you're here today to talk about black comedy. Could you tell us a little bit about the show? Black comedy is set in London in the 60s mm-hmm. during a blackout in the building of Brinsley, who is an artist, mm-hmm. he's a sculptor, and his current girlfriend, Carol is the daughter of a military man who's coming over to make sure that Brinsley is good enough for his darling daughter. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Brinsley also has a millionaire art critic coming to look at his sculptures. Mm-hmm. And then the neighbours decide to pop by as well. <laughs> and of course, in these sorts of plays, hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. Silliness is the order of the day. A lot of things come to light in the darkness, I guess you could say. Hey. Uh, and it's just, it's a lot of silliness and a lot of fun. A lot of chaos, because it is a farce, of course. Yes, mm-hmm. it is definitely chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Furniture is moved and people are tripping and not knowing who the person next to them is and drinks going everywhere. And it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. You're in the cast of this production. What yes. role do you play? I am playing Schipanzi. I'm a German immigrant. Mm-hmm. I'm working with uh, the London Electricity Board. <laughs> As an electrician, I get called in to fix the fuse box mm-hmm. and some hilarity ensues when I'm mistaken for the millionaire art critic. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Which is a, a fun time because it means that Neil Horton has to match my German accent. Oh. Uh, Which is fun for him. (laughs) (laughs) And we were saying quickly before, your influences, right? Yes. Mm. As someone with ADHD, I like to do a German accent just in my free time when I'm at home alone talking (laughs) to myself. Uh, We like to do accents, apparently. It's a thing. And I've taken my German accent from three particular pieces of media. First, we have the three little pigs in the Shrek movies. Everybody knows, you know, pigs in blankets, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Then I have Inga the beautiful assistant in the movie Young Frankenstein, Mm -hmm. the Mel Brooks movie. And I also have, and this one is a little bit more niche because even you were like, who? (laughs) Um, In the 90s Adam's Family movie Mm -hmm. with Christina Ricci and and all that is Dr. Pinderschloss, who's Mm -hmm. actually the con woman who finds Vesta washed up on the beach in Florida or something. Mm -hmm. And she pretends to be a psychologist, Dr. Pinderschloss, and helps the family reintegrate with (laughs) Vesta uh, and she's just got this fantastic German accent and I mashed them all together and that's how I get Schapanzi. Yeah, just a mix of all three of them. Yeah, and it's a really fun time. <laughs> 
if anyone who comes to see the show is actually German, I'm very, very sorry because it is probably the least authentic German accent you'll ever hear, but it's also the funnest. And we were saying quickly, it's a very minor character, right? You just kind of jump yeah, on. That's yeah, that's right. I'm, I think I'm really only in the show for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. I have a scene sort of just over halfway through the show. Um, then I disappear to fix the fuse box and I come back in the last two pages yeah. of dialogue. So it's a nice sort of short, low pressure role, yeah. uh, which is really nice coming from Into the Woods. Playing the baker's wife, it was a lot more a lot more pressure, a lot more work. Mm-hmm. And so this one is a lot less pressure. Mm, just having fun. It's just having fun. Yeah, I, yeah I, I can show up a bit later to rehearsals mm-hmm. and just sort of pop in and do my bit. And you're Sit done. down again and then I'm done until the last five minutes of the play, mm. which is really fun. <laughs> Which, how have you found the rehearsal process so far? I mean, it's always fun working with these people. Like, mm. I, I've worked with all these people before. Mm-hmm. ADMS is a fantastic group of people. Mm. They're all a lot of fun to work with. <laughs> Rehearsals for any show that you do are usually filled with quite a bit of fun and laughter and jokes. But if you're doing a show that's already got a lot of jokes and silliness in it, you've kind of got to embody the silliness already and mm. so it just amps it up. And mm. yeah, I, it's just a great group of people to work with. Jono's a pretty chill director. <laughs> uh, he hasn't had a lot of notes for most of us because we're kind of already doing what he's envisioned, which yeah. is great. Yeah, it's a really good cast. Is this your first time adding accent work to the rehearsal process? It's my first time doing more than just an American accent. I've mm-hmm. done a couple of shows with an American accent. We did Heather's and also we did Legally Blonde and mm-hmm. those both used American accents. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is my first time doing something other than American. I'm fairly comfortable doing an American accent mm-hmm. uh, because my dad was from America. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of comes naturally. But yeah, this is definitely different to anything I've done before. Yeah. I think the German accent is a little bit harder to sort of hold on to. It mm-hmm. kind of slips away a little bit easier. So you've really got to focus on maintaining it and think about how you need to say certain words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the German accent's a lot of fun. You've done a variety of <laughs> projects across Armadale from Mm -hmm. comedy to drama but is this your first time performing in farce? This is definitely my first full-length farcical play. Mm -hmm. I've done a couple of favourite shorts that Mm -hmm. you could definitely label as a farce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My very first favourite shorts all those years ago I did one that was a take on the three witches from Macbeth Mm -hmm. And it was all silliness and it was mm. a lot of fun and it was a really good time. Mm. Uh, but that was nice. 10, 15 minutes max. Yeah. So I guess that's the same amount of time I'm spending <laughs> on stage in black comedy. But yeah, the rehearsal process is longer and, and, and bigger. So yeah. Yeah, this is my first, I guess, full length farce. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess you could say spam a lot. Mm. is a farce. Anything where you're doing that much comedy is Mm. just a fun rehearsal process because it's all silliness Mm. all the time. And now doubling up on the last question, as an actor, do you prefer comedy or drama? I probably prefer comedy. I'm a comedic person by nature, I think. Mm -hmm. But some of my more notable roles have been dramatic ones, particularly Martha in Heathers Mm -hmm. for ADMS and Martha in Spring Awakening Mm. for Little Fish Productions. 
elections, which was February 2020. And those are quite serious roles. Uh, Martha and Heather's definitely has some funny moments. She's kind of the butt of the joke. But the song Kindergarten Boyfriend is mm-hmm. just, you know, it's harrowing and just it hits you right in the gut. Absolutely. You know, I enjoy making people cry with that one, yeah. which is a funny thing to say. But when you really get a dramatic role like that, mm. really pushing people to the point of of tears is a, a good thing, I guess, mm. just showing that you're able to put the emotions in. But comedies are definitely lighter. I don't think I can really pick favourites. No. It really depends on what the show is, I yeah. think. You know, you could have a comedy that's not very good. You could have a drama that's not very good. Mm. I've really enjoyed pretty much every show I've taken part in. Yeah. There's, there's little pockets of joy in everything you do, whether it's the people, whether it's the music, whether it's the show all over. So, yeah, I don't think I can pick a favourite. A lot of your most recent credits, as you've been saying, have been from musicals. How has the change been going back into the traditional play? It's quite interesting. I haven't done just a play play in quite a few years. Yeah. You did a 333 a few years ago, didn't you? Where the wild things are? With yes, I did. That was actually quite interesting, being very animalistic mm. in the portrayal. I was one of the wild things and it had us each sort of pick an animal to sort of vibe with and portray and, and mine was quite bird-like yeah. uh, which was interesting for me as someone who doesn't really like birds. Hey. Uh, they freak me out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that was a very interesting process, that one. Mm. That was a good play. I didn't even know that Where the Wild Things Are could be a play until I did that. But I'm glad I did it. But yeah, I haven't done plays in a very long time. So So it's kind of nice to be back. I definitely vibe more with musicals. I'm not super great at learning my lines. I'm always the last one to learn the bits of dialogue. Whereas with songs, I probably already know them by the time we get into the rehearsal process for a musical. And I've been a singer Longer than I've been an actor, I guess. Yeah. I still don't really see myself as an actor. Mm. I see myself as a singer because mm-hmm. um, that's what I've always done. Mm. And it's just so close to my heart. Yeah. I, I think it's good for me mm-hmm. to sort of go back and do a play, even if it's just every other year or every couple of years. Yeah. It sort of hones skills that you don't get yeah. in a musical. When the focus is acting, you can't hide behind singing, mm-hmm. which I think you can do in a musical. You don't necessarily have to act out a scene if you can just be there singing it. Mm-hmm. You can, I guess, put in less effort to the acting side. So, yeah, it really sort of hones your acting skills, I think, which is good. Hmm. And with all that said, has the rehearsal process been easier or harder than that of a musical? Well, for me, it's definitely been easier mm-hmm. in this particular play. As I said, I'm, I'm not in it for a very long time, yep. which I am actually quite glad about. <laughs> As I said, there's more work in learning the lines, mm-hmm. for me at least. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there's a lot more rehearsing that goes into a musical, mm-hmm. especially if you're a musical that's doing big dance numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing something like uh, Singing in the Rain, which you were in a few mm-hmm. years ago, there's a lot of dancing, a lot of singing, and you've got to act as well. Exactly. There's, you know, three things that take up a lot of your time and you've got to do them all at the same time. And I mean, you remember how soon we started rehearsals for Mamma Mia's dancing? Oh, yeah. We started week one mm-hmm. with dancing because there was so much that had to be done. Yeah. Whereas with a play, I think you can take it a bit easier, especially with this one. It's just a one act, about an hour. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely think musicals are probably harder overall. I guess it depends with the play, how much dialogue you've got to learn and and what type of dialogue. Mm. Um, Some plays are quite tricky Mm. with what they have you say. (laughs) Uh, A lot of alliteration and, Mm -hmm. you know, tongue twisters. Thankfully, I don't have any of that. I just have to maintain a silly German accent, (laughs) which is great. (laughs) 
on the sort of choreography thing, are mm. there any specific blocking sort of things that are tricky with this farce or not particular? Not for me. Okay. As I said, I'm really in it for just a few minutes. Definitely for other people. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some very coordinated movements mm-hmm. with moving furniture in and out. And because the play takes place during a blackout, pretending you can't see anything is actually really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> when it's full brightness and you have to pretend that you can't see in front of your face, it's quite difficult. Like it, it's a lot of making sure you're not looking directly at the person that you're talking to, not knowing where the furniture is, despite being able to see the coffee table right in front of you, you've got to pretend you don't know it. So there's definitely a lot of that for the other actors. They've got to put in quite a bit more work than <laughs> I do. Uh, I won't deny it. I've got the easy one. Mm. I think Neil and myself have got the easiest roles in this show. We swan in, do a bit of funny accent work and swan out again. Steal the show. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. What has been your favourite thing about the rehearsal process so far? Ooh, favourite thing. Definitely, I think, some of the laughs I'm getting with the accent work. Mm. You can really take things very silly, which I really thoroughly enjoy. Mm. There's one bit where someone compliments the cap that I'm wearing and my response is my cap. Questioning, oh, my cap? (laughs) But I've decided to do it as mine cap, which every time (laughs) just gets so many laughs. Which is very fun for me because yeah. <laughs> it's my it's one of my favorite lines in the show. And yeah, I think just working with those people, yeah. they're really fun. I'm, I've made most of my friends through ADMS. Mm-hmm. And so majority of the cast are people I'm very close with. Yeah. And it's just fun to spend time with them. Yeah. This is my social life. <laughs> I don't really have a social life <laughs> out of musicals and plays, mm. but I'm happy with that. Yeah. At this stage, everyone in the cast knows each other and there's no that yeah. learning experience and yeah, there's no people. awkwardness, no. which I think definitely helps when you're in that rehearsal period. Mm. When you've all known each other, you know, a couple of years at least, mm. there's no discomfort, mm-hmm. awkward getting to know each other, mm. moments where you're like, oh, we have to get really close on stage. Mm. Like you and I, we've known each other for years yeah. and we had to play the baker and the baker's wife in Into the Woods. And I didn't really feel any discomfort with that because... No. I've known you for a very long time. Exactly. And same with Cal playing the prince. Mm -hmm. We had to get very close on stage, but I've known him for years. So it definitely makes it easier. Whereas if you have to meet someone (laughs) and then be like, hi, we have to kiss on stage. uh, It's a little bit more uncomfortable. (laughs) Just a little bit more. Just a so, little bit. Yeah, definitely think everyone knowing each other pretty well, even the director, Jono, mm. we've just all known each other for years. And it definitely helps with the comedy, mm-hmm. for sure. Helps with the comfort on stage. Mm. Yeah. Before we close, could you give a quick promo for the show? Come and see ADMS's Black Comedy playing at the Armadale Playhouse from October 20th to October 28th. Love it. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for coming and speaking with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a fun time. You've been listening to Behind the Curtain with Nick Troon, recorded in Tune FM Studios at the University of New England on Anawan Country. To view the latest episodes and Tune FM's other programs, visit tunefm.net or search Tune FM on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Finally, make sure you're following Tune FM on Facebook and Instagram for the latest updates on new episodes. That's it for today's episode. My name's been Nick, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>